and welcome back to Workplace Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Brock Holland. I'm here with guest Kayla Norris, with from, or with from owner of Marketing Main Street, a full-service marketing agency helping local businesses here in Northwest Arkansas. Thank you so much for being here, Kayla. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, marketing Main Street's doing some exciting things. Of course, I'm in the digital space as well uh, as an owner, but met Kayla uh, through some networking events. Mm -hmm. And then now we've got some some projects we're working on, but I wanted to invite Kayla on because she's taking what I found to be this kind of small entity, and it's it's growing and expanding, and that that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes. We won't get there yet. Um, it's growing and expanding, and I find that fascinating and exciting. Um, and so I wanted to have you on to kind of share where you're going and how you got there. Um, but to to kind of go back and help catch our listeners up, give us an intro to Marketing Main Street. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah, okay. you got From it. Marketing Mainstream. You got it. And um, give us an intro and a little bit of, of, of a background of, of how you got into that. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I'm Kayla Norris. I own Marketing Main Street. I moved back to Northwest Arkansas in 2019. I spent most of my career uh, right after college in Tulsa. I had transitioned from the content side of television to the sales side of television. Mm. And yeah, I was looking at who are these people with good cars on that side of the building who leave at 5 o'clock and don't become that person. No, there were a couple of things that happened in between, but I did know that that was uh, something that I would be interested in pursuing. I was raised by small business owners, so I love working with small business owners. So I started the agency in uh, 2021, uh, you know, right on the tail end of COVID. I had seen this need in Northwest Arkansas for small business owners to have someone, they're not quite ready to hire someone full-time benefits, do all the things. They're not quite ready for that. But they needed some help, they needed some support. There are all kinds of larger agencies and digital-only agencies in Northwest Arkansas that work with the vendors and Walmart, you know, these major corporate uh, entities, which rightfully so, we are, you know, one of the largest retail hubs in the world. We also have a thriving local business economy yeah, yeah. and this was a need for so many small business owners who knew they needed some marketing support couldn't afford you know these these larger agencies didn't really want to hire out of market mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but they mm -hmm. needed um they needed some help so that's where we come in so, so speaking about growth i do have to ask you i don't think i've ever asked you this for directly sure. so i'm curious um marketing main street your your office is actually located like is it on Main Street in Rogers? Is that? I did everything I could to find a Main Street. Okay, okay. so it's not on Main Street, no. but it is like in downtown Rogers, and like it is just like storefront, like right on the front. Yes. So, where did the name come from then? Right. So I was trying to figure out how to communicate that this is for your Main Street mom and pop yeah, businesses. Sure. That's why um, our our tag is Modern Marketing Vintage Values. Mm. You're going to come in and sit down with us on a couch um, or sit at our big, you know, conference table that's not a conference table. It's an old, it's just like this old antique table um, and, you know, be welcomed in. We're going to have sweet tea or coffee. Um, I always say, let's talk over some sweet tea because that, that's just who I am. Perfect. And uh, that is where Main Street came from. Whenever I was envisioning an actual 
you know, storefront storefront um, agency location, which I didn't think would happen until now. I just yeah. celebrated two years in business, and I didn't think this would happen sure. until today. Yeah. Um, but it happened so much faster than that. I was thinking, like, where where are those downtown hubs? Where are these thriving places? Um, you know, that are growing in Northwest Arkansas and downtown yeah. riders on Second Street, unfortunately. Second Street. Oh well. <laughs> but it works. I love it. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was fantastic. I think that's one of the things that kind of drew me into you because we can transition now so so a lot of what we're going to talk about today is this idea of growth and as you said you know this was the end of 2021 uh, that you started the agency yes and now you have a prime like i say prime uh, physical location in downtown rogers and a team of so we are three full-time and three part-time so six that's, total that's awesome okay three full-time and three part-time um, so what I want to dive into is this idea of hiring. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people in the workplace, a lot of people, uh, either owners or even, you know, want to be owners and they're thinking to themselves like, I want to grow, I want to expand, but hiring somebody like is scary for a lot of people. Absolutely. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. So, but that's something that you feel like you've thrived in. And so I want to get some information, some nuggets from you on how you have overcome that and what your experience has been, some things you've learned. So let's just start in the, in the general speaking, like what's your hiring um, hiring theory and how do you how do you address that? Sure. I'm going to cough real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. My hiring theory um, actually was given to me by another successful business owner. One of my earliest clients, actually, whenever I stepped out on my own, uh, David Lee, he is the owner at Mach 1 Financial. Mm. They recently relocated from Bentonville to Rogers. Um, fantastic organization, and but he's just someone that I really trusted. I've seen this small business that he's grown into, you know, to the, this uh, to what it is today. And I knew something that he told me was going to be wise. And he may not even realize that what he said <laughs> made this much of an impact best, on me. And so, yeah, I mean, but what he said was, Hire before you think you're ready. Mm. And that is what I did. Mm. I had some uh, some contract support in the very beginning uh, with someone, you know, actually a family member who, I'll, I'll start crying if I think too much about it because she helped me so much to get this figured out and, and get started and was just this shoulder to cry on and rant at and rave and, you know, all these things, but also so encouraging and still an encourager to this day. Misty, I love you. Um, <laughs> yes, but she, um, she, she's not here. And so we got to the point where it was like, okay, it's time for a physical local team member. And it was going to come at a hit to me. I knew that business owners always pay their employees first. Yeah. And, um, I, I, w I was okay with it. Um, so here comes along Rachel and she took over the create all the creative parts of what we do. Okay. I knew that the content creation was keeping me tied to a desk mm. and I, I love the creative aspects of, of my job. I haven't produced my, a piece of content now in when was May of 2021? That's mm. how long, or 2022? That's how long it's been. Right. So, um, so, if, so how did you decide that that was going to be your first hire? And what I mean is, like, was it? Did it come down to you individually and what you felt like your strengths were, or did it come down to 
just what you needed in your business from a financial standpoint? It was two things. So I I knew I needed to not be at the desk anymore. Mm. I'm also the you know, the client facing, the external position and so I knew that I knew that it needed to be the, a person who could sit at the desk and you know manage the content and who wanted to do that, right. who um, was was very very hungry in that role and has done has just blossomed into it. It's been so fun to watch her journey, but also um, it's finding someone that you can trust mm. in it. Yeah, because you're basically asking for a full time babysitter. Well, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, but also like in this particular like that is your product. Yes. Right. And well, and we were we were at that time a single income home. Mm. So my yeah, my husband was in law school. Okay. And um, I I knew I needed to take I I knew that I could not grow properly without having this extra set of hands. And the business became something that I didn't expect. Mm. I was going to take six seven accounts keep us alive until he was done with school and. You know call it a day the need was so great that I kept growing and I don't know if there's just some codependency in there or what but I couldn't I just couldn't turn people away who needed help yeah so um, so Rachel came in to take over content creation I went out to meet with clients you know be available and that is that was where we started in terms of my first hire mm, okay okay this is great so essentially, you had some skills that came from your previous work experience, and you started implementing those. The, the intention wasn't to have a full-blown business slash agency that was just you know taking over North Star Arkansas, but, um, but rather to just meet some needs and to be able to help your husband get through school. Yeah. That was probably the, one of the biggest motivators, right? That was where it started. And so you're doing the work, and the work is obviously good because people are talking about it, and then more businesses coming to you, and you're to the point where you're saying, if I want to grow, then it's going to take somebody else to come in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Those are those are. Well, great we reasons. were referral only. I for a marketing agency, I've done a terrible job of my own marketing <laughs> of self promotion and everything. Everything was referral, so I just had to be available for client meetings and then all the onboarding, and yeah. then also there's just the business management portion of it. Yeah. yeah Keeping yeah. QuickBooks in check and. Mm -hmm. All the the day to day minutia that is terrible that you just don't want to have to deal with, but it has yeah. to be done. Too many hats that an owner has to wear, especially Absolutely. a small business owner. Um, okay, this is awesome. So that's that was hire number one. Um, we won't go through everybody, but sure. like what led to hire number two and hire number three? So it became my next hire was what's the stuff I don't want to do mm. that I'm sick of doing mm. that is taking away the joy from doing this, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was all the clerical. Okay. It was the, I, I am invoicing, I, invoicing, keeping, keeping QuickBooks, you know, correct. Mm. Um, you know, doing all of, all of the, uh, the clerical portion yeah. of, of running a business, making sure that the, all the bills get paid, yeah. you know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, I had never done that in any role before. I was losing my joy in operating my business by doing that all the time. Yeah. It has taken a few people to get to the right person to help us with this. Okay. But I found her and I'm keeping her 
I told her today I love her more than my husband. Oh, no. But I wasn't going to tell him that, but I guess I've officially told <laughs> you officially him told that. Um, okay, so this is an awesome segue, because I think this is one of the biggest fears that someone faces is, well, when I hire somebody, like, what if they don't work out? Yeah. So tell us about how you handled that. So you, you've been through a couple for that role. They obviously didn't work out. Yeah. Um, like, how did that feel? How did you handle it? And how did you find the right person? Well, some of it comes down to, you know, a what I could afford at the time too, okay. you know? Right. So, um, so I, I felt there was a season where I was in a kind of like a beggars can't be choosers, mm -hmm. but also blessed with no matter, no matter that journey, like every person that came through the door ultimately was a stepping stone in the right direction. Awesome. I don't have anyone that's no longer with us mm -hmm. and that list is not long, but I don't have anyone that I look back on and go, Oh, what, sure. a, what a mistake. There's, sure. You know, I mean, there is the, the the pain aspect of I spent so much money mm -hmm. getting that person, and I have new respect for all of my employers that I've gone before. Even though they weren't small business owners, I know that it's not quite as painful for them, but you invest energy and money and, you know, your, all these resources. Energy, yes. Because you're making connections with them and trying to understand who they are. All and these things, thing you know, they're not, they're not there, there anymore. Yeah. yeah, so I had to... Beyond, you know, beyond getting to where I can hire the proper caliber of person, mm. um, I had to learn, you know what, this, I thought that this was a skill set that I needed, but I really don't. This is something that I can, sp you know, spend on a virtual assistant, you know, for significantly less than a month and make this person, you know, have them focus, focus their energy on things that are more important, things that I don't want just anyone having access mm -hmm, to. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of... We, a lot of trial and error for me of like what is the right person and an expensive trial and error but I've been trying to remind myself to give myself grace mm. my business just turned two business uh, two years old sure. um, yeah my business just turned two years old a week and a half ago so um, I and I've met, connected with a lot of other business owners who have had these pain points and who have gone before me and I can see okay we've all made these mistakes We've all done things like this. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of comfort in that. And when it came to finding the right person, it's, for me, she came to me. Okay. And, you know, she said, I want to be a part of what you're doing. And that was, that was a several months long, uh, you know, relationship where we just kind of had to figure out, like, because she was in, she was in a, a great position, you know, where she was, you know, even financially, and just how much, uh, how long she'd been there and everything. But I, our our values were in alignment in terms of you know her wanting more time with her family, and I'm I'm very, I have worked with bosses who made me feel like my my time and my time off was not uh, as valuable as as my time there, oh, you know, right, right. Um, that I was, you know, kind of a 24-7 employee and everything, and that is not the environment that I am trying to create, and so she wanted, I think she wanted this freedom to, you know, be a more present wife and mother, and that's the atmosphere that, you know, that I've really tried to cultivate, so I think that she was, you know, naturally drawn to that, but also she, I, I get told all the time that my passion for small business like shines through, which I'm, I'm so thankful for. And for me, it's just like, it's the same as the air I breathe. I just, I absolutely love what I do. But I think that she kind of caught that 
contagion, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. in a way that she wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, okay, so. that's fantastic. Well, um, there's a saying that the only guarantees in life are death and taxes. That's so true. And so for me as a business owner, I'm not so much concerned about like hiring somebody and then that costing me because I, I agree with your point that it's a learning process yeah. and I really don't think that there's a perfect way to do it. I think I think the nugget to get out of this is that you just have to make the first step. You have to um, do it. You have to be willing to take that, that leap of faith and if it's not working out and it figure that out sooner rather than later. Right. And I have made the mistake of, and not not in not just here in marketing Main Street, but as a as a manager in other positions sure. of keeping someone longer than I should have. Mm -hmm. Something that was really good for me to hear is I am not doing them a service by keeping them in a position that they are not qualified for, mm. and not just qualified for, but they're going to thrive better in a position that they are more suited for. Right. Um, I won't name names, but one of my one of my very first hires, she was a teacher, incredibly gifted teacher. She came in and worked for us over the summer, hoping to, you know, she wasn't going to go back to teaching. Mm -hmm. She's a teacher. Mm. She's a teacher. So she needed to go back to teaching. Yeah. Okay. And um, and I, I love that she's where she needs to be. Yeah. Well, what I was going to share regarding, you know, guarantees of life, like as a business owner, like one of my concerns, I think like my bigger fear versus the cost to the company is, you know, you bring someone on and, you know, what are the statistics? Like, you know, the statistics are very good that a business survives for, you know, for five years. Right. Um, and so my biggest fear is that something does happen and the business doesn't make it. And now this person, like, like what you're sharing, like has sacrificed what they had to come over and then you're speaking to my nightmares. I know. Well, and that, and that's what I'm really trying to get to is like that's the bigger nightmare, right? Because then something does happen, which anybody that's been in business before knows that yes, there's a lot in your control, but there's still a ton that's out of your control. Absolutely. And next thing you know, it could be gone. Well, when COVID hit, the first thing that everyone cut oh, was marketing. Yes. I mean, yes. I was in a position where we uh, uh, were dealing with just order cancellations, marketing order cancellations all day long for months. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about like a nosedive to your mental health. Mm -hmm. That was, that was rough. But then also seeing the impact that it was having on my team was so horrible. But on the other side of that, before, um, her, her name is Faith, before my, my most recent hire, Faith left her position and is with us now, I texted her, called her. I don't know, a little bit before she put in her notice and said, I had a nightmare last night that you you came on to my team and then we, everything crashed and burned and you and your husband and your children ended up being homeless. <laughs> That's the ultimate <laughs> like, nightmare. <laughs> I mean, this was a full-blown nightmare yes. that I am having in the, in the middle of the night. Yes. And that, that's just where my anxieties are creeping up. And she's like, well, okay, first of all, it's not a thing that's gonna happen. Right. I, we'll we'll stay alive. That's not on you to keep us alive. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was just. It. But that is so the thing of. If I fail now, mm -hmm. it impacts more than just me. Mm -hmm. And um, which honestly is the best motivator. Yeah. It can paralyze you, or it can motivate you. I think what you just shared is one of the like qualifiers I find in like a good employee versus a, a quote unquote bad employee. 
but this this mentality of you're not here to save me like I'm here to serve you mm -hmm. and the employees that are at an, uh, an organization with the assumption that look I'm here you're here to take care of me then I think that's where you find the discontent right um, but versus those employees that are there and they're like I appreciate this opportunity I'm, I'm here to make the organization better and that are invested that's where you find like your better hire so for you Potential business owners or business owners are looking for people. That might be a great like qualifier. Is like finding out kind of where they stand and that philosophy. Yeah, that philosophy and even like what you said. You know, face like, hey, you don't need to have nightmares for me. Like we're gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, you know? we're gonna live. Yeah, we're gonna live. Like I think that's a great way to determine where somebody's at um, and how they're going to respond in certain situations. It, that was, I, I mean, as ridiculous as it sounds. This was my first person that I had ever hired that left a job for oh, me. Right, right. So it right. was like this yeah. this terrifying experience of what if I can't catch her well? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah so again, so we'll, we'll kind of like like put a cap on on this, but <laughs> essentially, we're the person that's trying to decide if they should hire or not. The answer is most likely yes. It, and, and I like your point. Say it again, uh, your, your advice. Hire before you think you're ready. That's right. and, and obviously, you have, you have to be careful with that. True. You need to be, you need to have some gross revenue first. Right. You but hire before you think you're ready, but then also like be okay like hiring like at the right phase. And so yes. you might not be able to afford the best of the best, um, and you need to be okay with that. But that's also okay because then you'll have a chance to learn more about your processes and what you need to implement in order to get that best of the best. A, a proper person, the, the proper fit, is making you money. Oh, there you go. I mean, if, if you bring someone on and, I mean, they're supposed to take something off of your plate, right? Right. right. Freeing you up to do ultimately things that, that To drive make. more revenue, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, especially so, as a business owner. That's Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my, um, that, that, that's my, my qualifier. Okay. You know, if at a certain point this person's not making any money, I, have, I look at myself first mm -hmm. and I go, what have I not taught them? What, what, how have I not made myself available? You know, what did I do too quickly or not fast enough? You know, that's kind of where I have to start. But at a certain point, I also have to look at them. Yeah. So. So let's transition a little bit um, and go back to your kind of your first hiring because I think this is a good like transition spot for a lot of, at least mentally for a lot of business owners. And that is, so you hire, you, you, you assign them tasks, but let's, let's bring up the topic of delegation, mm -hmm. okay? And you assign somebody tasks. Now in this particular case, you're assigning, you know, you're assigning the tasks that you were previously doing. How easy slash hard was it to completely let go of those tasks and, and you weren't constantly trying to interject yourself in the work that needed to be done? I don't know if it's because I have had really good advisors prior to this and early in, in my business's early days of, of, you know, these different people in different positions. Um, I have a friend who he helps CEOs become the most effective that they can. I mean, like that that's what he does professionally. And he gave me so much wisdom very early on of you have to be willing to let it go. And instead of micromanaging, <laughs> instead of micromanaging, I I 
worked with Rachel in the beginning to, you know, to show her like, here's my process. Feel free to improve upon it. Uh, if you're hiring someone, you should trust them to do what you have hired them to do. Right. Again, great advice that I got from a, a different boss, uh, you know, several years ago, Pete Waldrop. Um, he's like, if I'm hiring you to do something, I should be able to trust you to do it. And if you're not doing it, then we have, <laughs> then we have a different conversation. So it was, I'd show her how to do it. How can you improve upon it? But also, um, just letting go, just letting go. Well, but I like what you said. What I'm, what I'm hearing is when you said, feel free to improve upon it. Because what that really means is that you, you have a huge sense of humility. Because despite being the business owner and you have already done this thing, you're saying to yourself, I can't improve the way that I want to improve because my time is limited now, yeah. right? So you're bringing this person in to take over this project. Yeah. But then the, I think the key point that I'm hearing is then empowering them to to improve it. Yes. And, and being humble enough to accept the improvements and not just assume that the way you had it was the best that's ever going to be. I have made enough mistakes and failed enough times in my life to know that I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. So bringing people in um, and, and you know trusting them that they are that they know what they're doing because they have shown me that they're qualified to do this and then giving them the freedom to do it mm -hmm. that was that was a huge step for me and it's paid off tremendously I don't think I would have grown if I hadn't just said here you go yeah like let's do this together um, and treated them as partners as much as employees. Being willing to be wrong, though. I yeah, think, absolutely. Because that's it. Absolutely. I am wrong more often than I'm right. 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 <laughs> so. Right. And, and, and I think that it's not always something we want to admit to ourselves uh, because we feel like we should know all the answers. But the truth is, and again, for anybody that's listening that's trying to make that like first step or maybe the second step, but nobody knows what they're doing no okay. one none of us knows what we're that, doing that's a strong statement but i'm just like we, we every if we weren't if we knew everything we were doing then there would be no growth there'd be no progress we're all that, figuring it out and, we're, yeah. and if you can figure it out together instead of siloed mm. you're so much better off yeah yeah so taking so delegation for me is is and, and i say for me what i'm saying is what i'm hearing from you which i'm loving this right now, i'm like <laughs> um is being willing to yes let go Right, but also empower your team to to improve upon the project. Yes, and admitting not to, not admitting in a negative way that you're wrong, but just admitting that you don't have it all figured out. Well, sometimes so, it's as simple as so. With what we do, automation is a big part of what we do. Right, and um, in simplifying those processes for getting creative out the door as much as we can, mm -hmm. so that um, you know. Our, our time is, is managed better. And so sometimes it's as simple as giving your team the right software. Right. You know, right. I mean, right. if, if they came to me and they said, hey, we've done some research on these different marketing automations because the one we're working with is just so-so. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, whatever is gonna, whatever's gonna help you guys free up more time. We're more effective for our clients whenever it's like, whenever our clients purchase us by hours mm -hmm. and so if we can reduce the amount of time we're doing on nonsense you know getting things out the door if we can reduce the amount of time we're doing that we've got more time to shoot productive video that's going to ultimately result in growth and roi for them right 
Yeah. Right, or follow up with the client and have a conversation. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I think we hit pretty good on this idea of hiring. Now, one thing we mentioned, actually, I wanted to hit on this. So, prior to, to going live here, um, we talked about the importance of being ready to let somebody go quickly. Mm -hmm. Would you expound on that um, in the idea of, of hiring? Yeah, so what I mean by that, I mean, there, there's grace period for everyone, right? right. Um, thankfully, it has re the situations have resolved themselves for me of them recognizing pretty much at the same time that I did that they weren't the right fit. Gotcha. But preparing for that conversation of this isn't working out. Mm -hmm. And... Again, because there, there was this, there was this emotional side of me that's like, oh, I failed this person. I'm, I'm doing wrong by them by letting them go. How are they gonna take care of themselves? You know, there was a very wrought feeling within myself of I'm doing something wrong. But in reality, I'm doing something right by them and myself. Because again, if they're in a position that they're not suited for, then they're not going to thrive. To thrive. So, yeah. yeah, so that's an interesting way to have that conversation is just more open and feel like, you know, are, do you feel like you're thriving? Do you feel like this is an environment that allows you to grow? Yeah. And, and if not, then you basically kind of answer it yourself. Yeah. Or they answer it themselves as they're. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so hiring slash firing and then the idea of delegation and how important that is from a business owner in separating yourself but, you know, empowering your team. Um, I think we'll, we're, we're getting close to this, so to kind of wrap this up as well, um, how do you now interact with your team, mm. right? Like, and what I mean is maybe just share a little bit from maybe just from your perspective. How do you interact with them, and you know, do you share everything with them? And then if not, why? And like, just kind of share with you know what that then sure. is. Sure, like. we have a really open door policy. And I also try to be pretty transparent about financials, mm. things like that. Um, and basically so that they can see we're in, we're headed in the right direction. Oh, that's nice. You know, um, that, that's why I do that. Um, but also I can't bring them into everything. Right. So there, there are, there's a need for boundaries which has resulted in me looking for small business community. You know, I mean, we've, yeah. we've become friends in this and, um, there, there are so many people that I've met along this, this journey who are, they get it. Mm -hmm. So now my relationship with my team is I, I actually try to be out of their hair. Okay. I really do. They're more productive when I am not present. Oh, wow. They, uh, I, I, this is on me. Yeah. I come in and I want to talk and I want to see what's going on. Wait, and just real quick on that. They, they, sure. do work, they do work in office, right? Yeah. This We're, isn't remote. No. Okay, okay. So, so in office, but... You're saying that by you not being there, they're more productive? Yeah, and, and it's, it's not on them. It's really on me. Okay. I come in, and I want to get status updates. I, that micromanager, you know, starts mm. to start to really creep in right. when I am doing them a service if I am out meeting with potential new business and, right. you know, doing that side of it. I have hired them to do their job, so I'm going to trust them to do their job. Obviously, I come in and, you know, we have these team meetings and I'm, I'm always available for them. Mm -hmm. But I, I try to not micromanage. And, and do you think this isn't out as in, like, you don't show up for days? 
this is just right. like out on a daily basis, right? right? You, yeah. So I just, I, I'm hearing this and I'm thinking like how I would operate. So I'm seeing like touch points like yes. on a daily basis. We have recurring meetings, yes, you yes, know, yes, that yes. are on our calendars but when and it, like that. When it comes to giving them the space to actually do their work, you're finding that they are more um, more productive and more creative when you're just not right there. While yeah. we're doing this, yes. they're all at a production shoot yes. for one of our clients. Right. And I'm going to go join at the tail end of it. but. They're out there doing that, gotcha. and so I I'm freed up to do this because there's this there's this part of me that has a really hard time not being not there, being you there. know, right. not doing the things. But then when I see the work on the other side of it, I'm like, I would have messed it up. I would have made it worse. I didn't think I was going to go this direction, but like, how do you feel like your clients are receiving that? And what I mean by that is you're not present. Yeah. And on one hand, I could see one argument saying that, well, the business owner isn't present, so like they don't really care about me. Versus, wow, the business owner isn't present, but this team is taking care of me, and like, look how well that you know Kayla has her ducks in a row on getting the work done. So, like, what are your what's your experience on those? I'm extremely picky about who wears my name tag. Um, so anyone who's going out there, you know, representing my business, my brand, um, I I trust that they're doing it well. Also, I have made these introductions. You know, I have I've not passed that torch. If something negative happens, I'm the one getting the phone call. I haven't, you know, passed on this relationship or anything. And I still touch base with my clients, right. all of my clients right, weekly. Right. I just may not be on every single production shoot because gotcha. that's my creative team's sure. job. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, that's great. That's a great way to balance that. Cool. Um, wow, we touched on a lot of things. We we're, we're coming up on time here. Um, any, I guess last thoughts that maybe you thought while well, I've talked and didn't give you a chance to say it like what are any last I don't know tips hints nuggets I would just say that being a small business owner is hard and um, it it is you're not crazy <laughs> <laughs> you're not crazy right. you're not crazy in that you, you know this is really tough at days and I know I've had those moments where I just want to lay down on the couch and stare at the ceiling and go all right, I'm going to shut it all down, you know. There are days where it is really, really tough. Right. Um, I mean, and, and then accepting that everyone's not for me and I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. So that has been huge in helping me maintain some level of inoffensibility in how I operate my business, you know. But, but ultimately, do you feel like your team, and meaning those yeah. you've hired now, have made it harder or easier? Oh, so much easier. So much easier. So, so this is a huge you know, point for our, for our listeners. You're, you're, you're on the fence there, and you're saying to yourself, wow, if I hire someone, it's going to make it way harder. And yes, to a degree, it could. And there could be, I mean, there's, there's growing pains. There's growing pains. There's growing pains. But in the big scheme of things, it's made the whole experience easier. Absolutely. And, or at least better we'll put it that way maybe not always easier but better it has definitely i mean it's definitely made it better for me and if whenever i got started i was the one running around shooting the video taking the pictures writing right. the copy editing all you know um putting together all the production shoots i mean doing all the Focus things is so divided and today i would that would be like a 400 hour week work week yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be yeah. crazy yeah so Impossible. i can't yeah there's just no way that i could do it so in order for me to continue accepting new business, I had I had to do it. There's a very strong like 
I don't know, you know, solopreneur, kind of like lone wolf kind of mentality, I feel like, especially in the younger generation. Um, and I'll, I'll put myself in there as well because it, it's enticing to be like, I can do it all myself and like, I will. I'm like, I, you know, it's up to me. And I mean, and yes, and as an owner, like if anyone's going to move the business, it's going to be you, right? But I'm also very much in that like nothing grows or happens without a team and without help and without support. Yeah. And so shifting away from that, like it's all on me and I'm going to be the one to make this happen. Um, I, I'm not a proponent of that. I'm very much of a, it's a collective that yeah. makes an entity grow and that makes it, I mean, you look at any person, individual um, well, yeah, let's just do that. You look at someone like a celebrity, for example. Yeah, great. Like, they're a celebrity, and that's their name, and that's the brand that we all know. But how many hundreds of people are behind them yep. making them a celebrity? Yep. Um, that's, a, like, a, a better comparison. But, you know, the same thing's with, true with a company. There's no company that's here today that's been longer than five years that is just one person doing it by themselves. It's, it's impossible. And it, it depends on what your goals are. Yeah. What your vision is for your business. I mean, if you are totally content, you know, with, with the accounts that you have and, you know, making what you make and, and if that's your, if that's where you're at today, so be it. There's, there's no knock on that. For me, it really came out of, there's a need. Yeah. There are people. Were I did not to want to turn people. I didn't want to turn people away. So, um, I either had to adapt or I had to, you know, turn, reject, reject this business and reject their needs. Right. And I just, I was really uncomfortable doing that. Right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Um, well, before we end, uh, i give you one more chance to kind of plug uh, just your business, your socials. Just yeah. where, where can people go to find your business, to find more about you? Yeah, we're Marketing Main Street. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, we are doing better at being super present on all of those platforms. I finally had to have that conversation with my team of, we have to start treating us like <laughs> we treat our client. clients. Yeah, right. We have to do it. Right. So, um, so you can find us and engage with us there. We would, we would love to meet you. Um, we are your resource for small business marketing and advertising efforts in Northwest Arkansas. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Kayla. It yeah. was a fantastic to have you here. I really enjoyed the conversation. I hope I got. I mean, I got a lot about it. A lot out of it. I hope that the listeners have as well, especially someone who is on the fence on deciding if they're going to hire or not and trying to make that next step. Uh, I hope this has helped you today. So thank you again and tune in next time to Workplace Wisdom Podcast.